welcome all to another episode of All Things Adventures in Odyssey. I'm your host, Clint Brahms, and today we'll be discussing episode 931, As Buck Would Have It, Part 1. We are kicking off the second half of our overview series of previously released episodes. Of the last 15 that we've done, Marshall Younger wrote nine of them, so over half. But now we are turning towards a writer that I have not had an opportunity to discuss so far, and that would be Kathy Buchanan. And no, I haven't had a chance to talk about her so far, but don't worry, fret not, the next nine episodes of All Things Adventures and Odyssey will be devoted to her writing, as she wrote and directed this three-part adventure, as Buck would have it, and the entire next album, which we will discuss in a few days. But for now, we are discussing As Buck Would Have It, and these are the last episodes Will Ryan recorded as Eugene, and they are very eventful, very meaningful for the character of Eugene. We find out more about his past. This is just a really great way to go out. I am sad that these are the only episodes that Eugene appears in post-album 70, or rather post-album 69. I think we'll hear something from him in album 75 in some shape form. I do not yet know what all that will entail, but for now, this is really all we have, and this is the ending that we have for Will Ryan's Eugene. And I came to these episodes recognizing that fact from the very beginning. These were actors that I love, Will Ryan especially, but also Audrey Wazalewski, Robbie Bruce, Shona Kennedy, Kathy Buchanan, who is a fantastic writer, so I decided to go into these episodes thinking of it as if they had been out for 10 years, as if this was a classic three-parter, because I think a lot of times we approach new episodes with unnecessary skepticism just because they are new, and we give older, more classic episodes a pass because of nostalgia or what have you. So I went into this adventure thinking these are classic episodes, and I have to tell you I was not disappointed. So let's get into the episode. They start by showing off all of the modifications on the Melsner car. I knew that would play some sort of part in the three-parter eventually. In fact, I predicted kind of what would happen. I just didn't know which modifications would be utilized to, let's just say, neutralize the enemy. Eugene has some great initial excuses for why he did what he did, but he obviously got carried away going inventor crazy. Audrey Wazalewski just about hisses at him as Katrina tries to reassure Eugene that is a very funny moment. Then we transition to the school. Buck gets the text that will set him on the coming journey. And pretty quickly thereafter, we are right back with Eugene and Katrina. And we finally get confirmation that Buck is going to be adopted, or at least that is the intention of his foster parents. They are having a meeting to finalize that win. Edna Platt, Buck's social worker, who we have not seen since album 65. At first, I was thinking, come on, you're pulling from a long-ago album. We haven't heard from Edna Platt since album 65. However, it was then that I realized we haven't heard from Katrina since album 66. So, really, I have no room to talk. And from Edna Platt, we find out about the cousin, Candace Fitzgibbons, and a wrench is thrown in the adoption plans. We transition back to Buck, and I'm just now realizing I think this is the first set of episodes we've dealt with that have sort of the dual storyline going on. And even this one isn't a great example of that because they will end up being completely intertwined by the end. But let me think. Yes, these are the first episodes we've covered that have some semblance of a dual storyline going on. Very interesting. So we're switching back and forth between characters. Right now we are with Buck. We find out that there was perhaps more to Buck's dad's death. 
even another person involved. And Buck and Jules have a good conversation. Buck talks about his search for identity. Jules' response is, they're all great. This whole conversation is really good. And it made me wonder if they were going to convert him at the end of this three-parter. Back to Eugene. He mentions that a thief stole his foster parents' car, and it's just in passing, but that should definitely get our attention because in this episode, there has already been talk of thieves and cars. The shower fan idea is great. Eugene's delivery on those lines is priceless. Katrina says that must have been painful. Eugene thinks she's talking about the shower fan. Hilarious. And then Eugene is talking about his relationship with his foster parents when Buck comes in. And you get a pit in your stomach as Buck overhears just exactly the wrong things. And now we know things will be messed up for a good majority of these episodes. As Buck walks out, we cut right back to Eugene and Katrina. They talk about their fondness for Buck, and then they start talking about Candace. Eugene sounds so sheepish when he admits to having looked her up, and Katrina scolds him, but then immediately asks what he found. And they make a plan to go to Harlanville for completely innocent reasons. I just love these characters. Shall we go? We shall. The music coming into the next scene is great. Uh, Buck and Jules have a very strange conversation. I'm surprised, actually, that Eugene and Connie just let them go off to another town together. Probably not a good idea. But then we get them finding the writer of the article, and he just happens to have some very important information on Buck's dad. The flashback where Cash gets arrested during a job interview, that's very dramatic. We find out he had been in prison, but he says he's turning over a new leaf, only to find out he stole a car. Buck and Jules' conversation with the newspaper editor leads them to Sheriff Stone, and we get another of Buck's nicknames, Buckaroni. What a terrible name. As Sheriff Stone gives the kids directions to his house, he references the old gas station, and we know that will be important because that gas station is featured on the cover of Album 72. And for this episode, we are done with Buck and Jules, and we shift back to Eugene and Katrina. They're at the diner. Eugene is having a meltdown over the items on the menu. He's just great in this scene. He yells out post-shopping lunch. Candace, ooh, that's wonderful. Katrina has to cover for him. Oh, he just likes that name. Eugene, what exactly is the church's doctrinal statement? Eugene is just awesome. All of these jokes are just so perfect, so perfectly tuned to the characters. This is a really great episode. But shortly thereafter, Candace finds them out. She's very understanding and sincere, and she emphasizes how close she was to Buck's dad. However, and here's something I noticed, she mentions that she was great friends with Buck's dad, but that they drifted apart in their teen years, and by doing this, she can establish that close familial bond with Buck's dad and therefore even with Buck, while at the same time distancing herself from his criminal actions, which likely started in his teen years. So very smart there from Candace Fitzgibbons. Freedom of association indeed. And then we end on, did we just meet Buck's new mom? And that is the question we all are asking. This is a great episode. There will be more to come next time, but until then, I'm looking forward to the adventure. (laughs) 